Hello, and welcome to JK It's Magic, a bi-weekly podcast in which two bookish besties read YA fantasy through a critical lens. Why? Because critique is our fangirl love language. And because talking about books is pretty magical. I'm Jessie. And I'm Kelly. And today we have an unorthodox series of episodes, a two-part series that will be get to know your podcast hosts. So I will interview Jessie for this first one, and then Jessie will interview me for the second one. And then I guess you'll know more stuff about us. And then back to the books. And then back to Akamath, A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Mass. So Jessie. So Kelly. Let's begin. Let's do it. What's your sign? I am a Libra, Cancer Rising. Do you feel like you identify with those at all? Mm, I feel like I identify more with the Libra. I have been accused of saying things only in black and white. No pun intended. Um, (laughs) Because I am also half black and half white, (laughs) in case the listeners didn't know. From your voice? From my voice. Um, (laughs) um, So I feel like I'm really big on justice things and things being equal, but I don't see those as bad things, so... No, definitely not. I don't think I identify with my cancer rising very much, but I'm still learning. So maybe. Tell me about your fur baby. My fur baby. Her name is Lainey. She is a rescue cat. Hashtag adopt don't shop (laughs) um, that I got in 2015. And she's just a sweet little baby cat. And she's sitting on my lap right now. She's super playful. And I love her the most. If anyone hurt her, I would John Wick them. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) What are three things you would want with you if you were stranded on a desert island? Did I write dessert? Um, It looked, I was thinking you were going to write deserted. Oh. But no, there's not two S's. It's just desert. Okay. Um, Three things I would write, I would want on a desert island. Or a dessert island. Dessert island. (laughs) Dessert island. I think I just need a fork. (laughs) Um. Three things I would want are... Do they have to be like practical things or are they know. like pretend you like, have all I the practical things? Do I want to stay things? there? That's the question. Um, I would want first my partner because he's an Eagle Scout and I feel like I'd be fine for all the survival things as long as he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Make it so easy on myself. Um, you just want a vacation. Yes. <laughs> Don't, I just need a vacation. Yes. No, seriously, I'd probably want like a fish fishing supplies so I could catch food. Um, one of those things, the flint and steel thing, so I could start a fire. Mm-hmm. And an endless supply of tea because I will get caffeine headaches without it. Planning ahead. Yes. <laughs> For any eventuality. Oh, but I probably should have said my meds so I don't die. Oh, yeah, probably. Okay, instead of the tea, I'll take my meds. Or maybe instead of my partner, I'll take my meds. That's so not fair. Which part? I don't know. It's like a awful would you rather. Yeah. Yeah. It's like spoony would you rather. Yeah. I, I think I need my meds. Otherwise, disaster will ensue. But also like, oh, shit. Okay. I will take my meds, fishing supplies, and toilet paper. Mm. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Who's your favorite band or artist? 
She's winding up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me prepare. In this essay, I will. <laughs> um, my favorite band is My Chemical Romance. They have been my favorite band since high school. So over 10 years now. Now everyone knows how old I am. Um, I'm almost 30. It's great. It's going to be great. They're my favorite band till the day I die. No regrets. No, no shame. None at all. I probably listened to their CD at least a million times, like all of them. I just love them. Do you listen to the CDs all the way through or do you skip to tracks that you like? I listen all the way through. Really? I literally have an MCR playlist that is the song starting with um, I Brought You My Bullets, You Brought Me Your Love, all the way through Black Parade. No, not through Black Parade, through um, now I can't think of the name of the CD the compilation that they released no the fourth cd it's my least favorite i know other people like it uh are you really danger days i was gonna say are you really a fan i am danger days that's the fourth cd (laughs) it feels very umbrella academy-esque like the music videos and gerard way wrote umbrella academy and i think five is just a mini frank iero so there's all my all my theories i hope they get back together one day but i don't think they will we can hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> what TV show is your go-to recommendation right now? Right now, I'm telling everyone to watch Sex Education. I loved it so much, I watched it twice. You told me to watch it, and I loved it, too. It was so good, and I've been telling everyone to watch it. Um, I think it's a really good job showing what maybe therapy should kind of be like. I know Otis is like a child, but he's really good at the sex therapy part. And not a licensed therapist at all. No, in no way, shape, or form should he be <laughs> providing therapy to anyone. But I like the mother-son relationship. and I love Jillian Anderson. I've never seen her in anything. I didn't watch X-Files. So. I just have a crush on her. Oh, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just don't know her from anything else. Do you, what from other than X Files? She's like the gay internet loves her. Oh, okay. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I see that. And I also really like Eric from that show. Um, the actual actor's name is Shooty, and he is hilarious in real life, but also in Sex Education. I just love everyone in that show. They're great. What are your favorite hobbies other than reading? I really like knitting. Um, and baking a lot recently. Just- the other things that we had in common randomly. I know. <laughs> the things Kelly and I have had in common are knitting, like illness <laughs> and music. Those are our things. And baking. Yeah, and baking. I like to go to the movies a lot. Me and my partner watch a ton of TV. We will watch whole seasons of things in like a weekend. And that's pretty much my life is just knitting, hanging out with my cat, baking, hanging out with Kelly, reading books. <laughs> It's an awesome life. It's so great. Can I ask you another TV question? Mm-hmm. What's a show that you powered through even if you didn't really want to? Mm. I actually give up on shows pretty quickly. Mm. I'm really bad at that. But um, I have seen every episode of Modern Family, and it has gotten kind of bad towards the end, in my opinion. I haven't enjoyed it as much. But now that it's going to be the final season, I'll I'll finish it. You're committed. Yeah. Same with Big Bang Theory. I really liked it in the beginning. I don't like it as much. This last, this current season, which is their last season, has been pretty good. But I'm also like kind of over it. But I want to know how it all ends. What's your favorite thing to bake or cook? 
So right now I've been baking sourdough bread every weekend since like January. Listeners, it is so good. (laughs) So much sourdough. It is so delicious. But I also really like baking things that are kind of intensive, like labor intensive, like the pan au chocolat is really good, but it's it's like three days. It's two days. Gotta get the les. Yeah. And it's a lot of like leaving things in the fridge. Although the sourdough is too. It's 23 hours is what the like recipe says. And I like baking scones. The cinnamon scones are my fave. <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. And we just baked cookies last weekend. They all turned out great. Tasty and buttery. Shortbread cookies. We made shortbread cookies. We should give out recipes. I got recipes on recipes. That's true, you do. What's your biggest pet peeve? I don't know if I know this. Probably rude people, when people are rude. And it happens a lot since I work at the front desk in circulation at the library. Like today, this person, this dude, this old white man (laughs) came up and like threw his book down. He's like, can you show me how to use the self-checkout? But like he just throws the book down in front of me and then picks it up and walks the self-checkout and won't let me show him how to do it. And I don't know like what layers are there for why he doesn't want me to show him, but also wants me to show him how to do it. I just don't know how you're supposed to help then. No, because he's like, here's how you check this out. And I was like, no, there's literally a picture right there. Also, lasers don't work upside down. (laughs) So he's like, it was it was a mess. But I also used to I waited tables for like 10 years. So you encounter a lot of rude people. And it's probably my biggest pet peeve. Like be nice to service people. They're just trying to get through their day and it can be real tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? This is a good question for you since you're such a Marvel fan. I'm a huge MCU fan. Um, I won't give spoilers for anyone except for Kelly because she enjoys spoilers. (laughs) I've avoided Endgame spoilers somehow. I'm pretty proud. I've been like protecting anyone who said they haven't seen it yet and they're going to. I'm like, don't talk about it around them. Um, It's such a hard question. I really want to be able to read people's minds so that I can like manipulate them. (laughs) (laughs) And you tell me you're not a Slytherin. I'd be a villain. And Loki is like one of my favorite. Captain America is my favorite, probably because he's similar to me and that he sees everything like it's either right or wrong. Like there's no in between. Um, but I also love, love, love Loki. Yeah, I'd probably want mind reading abilities. I think it'd be helpful. Or maybe invisibility. I want Captain America's powers. If I could just be super strong, that would be really great. Isn't that all he has going for him? Yeah. Kind of. And his like vibranium, what's it called? Shield. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's like, he didn't even make. Slash is a stolen resource from Wakanda. So yeah, that's why they only have a small amount of it. What's new? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's super strong. And I, I don't think he ages as fast as like other people. You could have his eight pack. Yes. And like. His ass. He's he's got like the perfect butt. <laughs> It'll make sense once you've seen Endgame. Spoilers with no context. <laughs> Ooh, I don't mind that spoiler. <laughs> We're gonna move on to book related questions. Let's do it. What book influenced your desire to read YA fantasy in your formative years? Was there like your gateway book? I think like prob- probably like most people, it's Harry Potter, or at least most people our age. Um, my godmother gave me Harry Potter when I was eight. She had already read it, um, and she was like a Harry Potter fan, and probably like the first adult, one of the few adults in my life who actually read books for fun. 
Um, neither of my parents are really like readers. N- by not really, I mean they're not. <laughs> yeah, mine either. Um, so definitely Harry Potter, and I would like write Harry po- like I would try and write stories, but they would always end up being like Harry Potter with just different things in them. You wrote fanfic? No, it wasn't fanfic. I didn't mean it that way. I just meant to like. I was like, oh, well, I, could, I should write a book. And I'm like, 10-year-old me is like writing a book, but it's the exact same storyline as Harry Potter with just different <laughs> different things. But it was fun. And I, and I mean, I still love Harry Potter. Do you have that anywhere? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have thrown away like all my journals from my childhood. And he, like, I used to collect all my notes that I would get in school from like friends. And um, I got rid of all of those because I didn't want anyone to ever read them, like to come upon them i had a friend in high school who like found the box and started reading these like love notes and i was like, like laura jean i know and i was like no 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 <laughs> and then i was like i gotta get rid of all too this. scared yes um but yeah harry harry potter what's your favorite ya book trope i think i know the answer do, do you yeah enemies to lovers yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite and i'm like so excited to talk about akamath because like finally i won't spoil it for anyone so let me like not say <laughs> in case they haven't read it but i love it or like garden and jude i can say that because it's like in the first book i don't know why i just love it so much it's great i just want to hate so much someone so much that i like end up loving them right now there's no one in my life that i could possibly hate any more than i already do that would turn into love for them so you like it because it's impossible maybe it's not possible for me once you're on my shit list you're done forever yeah that's true that's interesting <laughs> it's black or white <laughs> there would be no enemies to lovers no it would be enemies to death yeah. <laughs> which fictional character would you be besties with Ooh. i love resand we would be BFFs. He's super violent and like willing to do whatever <laughs> is necessary to get things done and get what he wants. And it's why I think I like his circle of friends. They're just super violent and like, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. And I'm here for it. We'd be BFFs. Plus, he's super hot. <laughs> we would be not enemies to lovers. <laughs> if you could only read one book forever, what book would it be? This is like the worst question for a, a book lover i like i don't know why i wrote this question down <laughs> yeah, why like, did you I do this to yourself this. i don't know and Ooh. to me you're welcome it's hard um can i pick two books i don't know can you i will okay um <laughs> i probably pick prisoner of azkaban because it's my favorite harry potter book and i read and or listen to on audiobook all the harry potter books one through seven at least once a year if not more often um and Akamath. I just love it. And you know what? I always read to a certain part, which I won't say right now, but like when things all work out, I don't even like read the rest of the book. <laughs> I'm like, this is good. I don't need any more. I'm good. Until Cal and Mai. That's where I read until. Because those events that you're thinking I read until happen uh-huh. on Cal and Mai. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I actually was so yesterday was may 1st mm-hmm. which is cal and my 
It is. It's the Welsh May Day. Yeah. I just saw that yesterday when I was looking up like Beltane. Yeah, rituals. I looked up Beltane too and I saw Calamine. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was real. Well, then we were doing that like serendipitously <laughs> at the same time. It seems about right. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? What were you like as a teen and what kinds of books did you read? I was, oh, this is a hard question, actually. So my teenage years are split into two parts. So this is about to get really real. Um, so for freshman year of high school, no, actually, I have to go back farther than that. So like beginning of middle school, I lived in an area that was 40% black. So that was really great. Like lots of diversity and like lots of people who looked like me. I probably had like three or four but friends that were also biracial. Um, and then I moved to a city that was predominantly white, which was really weird. No one listened to the same music as me. Around what time? Mm, I was probably, this was in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like that movie, eighth grade, where she has like no friends and it's like anxiety all the time. That was me in eighth grade. That movie was so real. Yeah. Really oh my good. Gosh. I love Bo Burnham, but also that movie was like, that was me in eighth grade. It was terrible. I had like one friend. <laughs> Um, and then I think because of that isolation, my mom like had me go to church with these people. So then I had like my Jesus years from like (laughs) ninth grade to halfway through 11th grade. And then I was like, fuck this. (laughs) I don't believe any of these things. This makes no sense. And then I was like an emo punk scene kid, straight edge, no drinking, no drugs, no anything lots and lots of concerts one one month i went to a concert every week it was the best what bands have you seen in concert when you were in like those that like um hype time for emo and scene music well who did you see my chemical romance i've seen them four times Mm -hmm. all amazing and i'm so glad i saw them before they weren't a band anymore um i went to warp tour when warp tour was still a thing I got to meet Chiodos, which was really cool. I really liked that band. Panic at the Disco. That was my second concert, third concert I ever went to. My first concert was Jay-Z. My second was Brad Paisley. My oh third my was Panic at the Disco. <laughs> um, You're sampling from all sorts of genres. Yeah. Under Oath, Him, The Academy Is. Yeah, I went to a lot of concerts. The Shins. Yeah. That's all I can think of right now, but it was a ton. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Um, My Chemical Romance, when they were doing Black Parade, um, I got to see them at William & Mary, which I I grew up close to William & Mary. Um, And I was on the barricade, which was the best. I can't do it anymore because I get claustrophobic. (laughs) Um, Frank Iero spilled red Gatorade on my white chucks. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best time of my entire life. Like, no concert can ever beat that. It was so great. That sounds amazing. And I went with my then best friend who was also biracial. So we're like the two black people at an MCR show. <laughs> yeah. The people who didn't dye, the, the only two people who didn't dye their hair. Yeah. A dark color. Yeah. We were there at six in the morning. What? Yeah. We met some people who were there for a different band and they were like huge Zen- Avenged Sevenfold fans. And they were like, they like followed Avenged Sevenfold around the country and like were like, what is it called? Like when you talk on the phone, like do sex talk on the phone. That's what they did while they tore, they like followed Avenged Sevenfold around. I don't know. I don't know what that's called. Okay. Well, they would talk to people on the phone about like sex stuff, like sexy 
talk on the phone. (laughs) 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 I don't know what that is, but like, you know, yeah. Best concert ever. If you could give your high school self one piece of advice, what would it be? Also a hard question. I should have thought about all this before I wrote them all down. (laughs) Um, I would probably say, I don't know, like try new things more. I didn't try new things a lot when I was a teenager. I do now. It's easier. I'd probably also say like, like leave home and don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Like it'll be fine. You don't like need those people. It'll be fine. Also go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent advice. Yeah. You need therapy. Do it right now. I forgot to ask you, what are some of your flaws? I like really get into things sometimes, like into the minutia of things. Like all of a sudden I'll just pick a celebrity and that'll be like, I'll need to know every single thing about them and watch all the interviews and like all the things. Um, I also, um, why is that a flaw? I don't know because it's useless knowledge to me. Like, I don't know why I get like, do you retain it? Oh yeah, for sure. I know like (laughs) really like, I don't need to, like I spent my whole lunch today watching Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans interviews from age of Ultron time period. Like everyone should watch them. They're hilarious. They're so funny, but like, I don't know why. Does it spark joy? Yes, it does. (laughs) I also don't like it when people talk bad about stuff that I like. As I think I told you about something I listened to recently. It really bugs me. I'm just going to say those two things. I don't want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) Those are my two things. I'm also really violent, like in my head, not outwardly towards people. But in my head, I'm like, God, like I'm like, yeah, yes. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie in there. Yeah, it is. You don't want to be my enemy. I'm murdering you in my head. <laughs> it's like Kill Bill. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Neither have I. I've only seen Inglorious Bastards. I think this is our last question. Okay, I'm ready. What do you think YA is uniquely positioned to do that other genres or types of books aren't? I should say that I don't read a ton of other genres. <laughs> I'm either reading like nonfiction, like contemporary romance I read sometimes and I enjoy that um or I'm reading YA fantasy or YA books I think YA does a really good job of showing like people's vulnerability that I don't think other books have the space to do because I don't know I've and I think I have a hard time connecting with characters who are older maybe because they don't seem as vulnerable and the people who are writing them are much older and so I don't think those characters often don't have the same problems as people who are our age, like millennials, Gen Zers, if and Gen Zers are listening to this, like deal with. Like life is kind of hard and like I have a shit ton of anxiety and like I have depression and I'm like I'm going through all these things. And I don't think adult books capture that very well. And I've been reading YA since I was like eight. I was like, I don't really like picture books. They're not really fun for me. So it's just been YA for like most of my my reading life. Um, I think YA also does a really good job and they're always like breaking down barriers like where diversity is concerned, where I don't think traditional adult publishing is not doing well with that at all. <laughs> like they're doing a really poor job of it. Yeah, so that. Anything else you want you want to share? Nothing else I can think of. Talk to us about what you all want from the podcast. 
Also, Jesse Jesse runs the Twitter. In case people are wondering, like, why Kelly is posting all these black things, <laughs> it's Jesse. <laughs> Jesse's doing the Twitter. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Sometimes I used to make like note of it, but now I'm like, I'll just tell people I'm in. I do the Twitter, and so I just like subtweet. I just like tweet, <laughs> you. retweet, and retweet yeah, tweet you. as I like tweet at you like read the book we gotta we gotta record <laughs> she adds me on the regular in real life and on twitter and <laughs> hey listeners it really makes our day when we see a review or a rating so if you could do that that would be awesome also we would love to hear from you so tweet at us or on our instagram or email us or all the things Thanks for listening to JK It's Magic. We'll be back in two weeks with an interview with Kelly, the K part of JK It's Magic. This podcast was recorded on land traditionally belonging to Cheyenne, Ute, and Arapaho native peoples. Until next time, stay magical. Stay magical.